everybody, and welcome to another edition of Monday Musings with RC. Today we have a special guest, that's Archie Hollins Jr., a personal trainer who is joining us um, to let us know a little bit about how to heal ourselves by healing our bodies. So with all the trying times that we're going through right, right now, all of the justice work a lot of us are doing, um, sometimes you can feel weary in your spirit as well as your body. So um, Archie is here to kind of give us some techniques, some tips on how to keep our body strong and hopefully that will help us to keep our spirit strong as well. So welcome Archie, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, how are you? Good, I'm glad we uh, got this thing to work today. Yeah, yeah, a little, little technical trouble, but it's okay. Right? Yeah, this is interesting though, these COVID times we're learning new skills. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm learning, I might forget them after we yeah. come out of this COVID season. <laughs> but for right now, I, I learned a few tricks. Right, gotta... right. Yeah. Okay. So um, I have a lot of questions. Okay. okay. Well, hopefully I got I some am, good answers. I am um, like out of shape, completely out of shape. I have gained 30 pounds over the last two, two and a half years. And I used to pride myself on keeping my body tight. Um, I went vegan because I was having some digestive issues. So I thought that if I cut out, and before that, I didn't eat beef or pork. Um, mm -hmm. So I thought that if I cut out the turkey products and all of that, that and chicken and um, some other items in my diet, that I would be digesting my food a little bit easier. Um, I'd feel lighter, less bloated and heavy. And mm -hmm. I thought that then you know, I'd look nice as well, right? Yeah. I um, thought I'd lose a little bit of body fat. So I, I know how to work out. I, I trained for a figure competition some years ago when my son was small. I know what I need to do. I just, I guess, been lazy. So right. um, now I'm finding that it's hard for me to get myself back in the mix. So I have like a plantar fasciitis. And so my feet really hurt most of the time just in general mm -hmm. so like if i'm running used to really be my thing like i like to run and lift weights but running would get me excited enough to then go lift so if i'm not <laughs> running now i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> um right. and so i'm here representing those people who maybe know how to get in shape but are a little bit less motivated to do so and may right. have tried the home training kind of thing so we got all these little tools and gadgets at home that we have never ever used um yeah. so <laughs> so i have a couple of basic questions okay, okay. that i'm sure right. other people in the audience have as well okay all right so well let me let me back up for those of you who don't know me or if this is your first time tuning in um, my name is rc riley i am a writer a storyteller and a performer and i typically write one woman shows so yes it's all about me no. Um, but I talk about my life experience and how it translates across um, race and gender um, and across all lines, really. People um, on a certain level can just identify with the human experience. So I write about the human experience from my perspective. Um, and also I do short stories. So that's five to 10 minute short stories. And um, they have a clear beginning, middle, and end. And I go around the city of Chicago, and I tell these stories along with other people. Typically, there are about five to ten of us um, who get a few moments on stage each night. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Um, 
And so today, what I wanted to do with Monday Musing was kind of weave in my spirit of storytelling and being lively in front of people and kind of uh, share some tools and tips to help us today. So first of all, okay, I'm going to tell you now, I... I like going to the gym because if I'm at home, I want to want to do all the things I need to do at home. Mm -hmm. But last year I said, okay, I'm out of shape. I'm being cheap. So I'm not going to pay to get another personal trainer. So let me go buy up some stuff. So one of my favorite stores is Aldi. Okay. So at Aldi, they had this balance board. And when I'm at the gym, I use the balance board. I would do push-ups off of it, squats mm -hmm. and whatnot. So I'm like, yeah, this was like my friend in the gym. But yeah, I have not cracked this baby open. Like the tape is still there. And I, I've had it for well over a year. And I'm ready to buy that off you. Let me let me get that. I, I'm just, and so I put it in the closet. At first I put it in a place where I would look at it every day. And then I got like discouraged. I'm like, oh, that's just making me feel fat looking at this thing that I'm not using. So then I put it in the closet where I won't look at it every day. Right. So, so basically for those of, of us who... May again have worked out in the past, but can't remember anything and are not motivated right now. What would be a tip that you would give us to just get those things that are in the closet out of the closet and how we should start using them slowly? Well, the first thing I'd say is you have to identify what your goals are. You know, what is it you're trying to accomplish? If it's simply, you know, I want to lose weight or I need to move better or my joints are stiff or achy and well, back pain, you really got to figure out what it is you want to do and what you're trying to accomplish. That will give you okay. some idea of what different apparatuses you can and should use to help you get to your goal. Uh, for instance, the balance okay. board. Uh, depending on who I'm training, I wouldn't start anybody off on a balance board. Okay. Only because, again, the use of the balance board is to create controlled instability uh, and to really help develop your proprioception. So that's your nervous system making your body aware of where you are in space at any given time. Okay. So let's just say you're walking and you go to stumble and you catch yourself. That's again, that nervous system kicking that proprioception mm -hmm. in. So you kind of know where to go, what muscles need to react so that you get stable again and not fall over. So for somebody okay. who doesn't have a lot of balance or hadn't worked on some of those muscles to do that, I wouldn't necessarily start them off on a balance board. So that's why yeah. I'm saying you have to, you have to know, so so I can I can toss this one. Okay. Well, you might be able to work on that. You know, I don't know where you starting. Let's start from. off. Let's start off somewhere else. <laughs> I just want to look good in all my old clothes. Okay. I look so, like a sausage busting out of a package right now because I refuse to. No, no. So I don't need to start with that. Got it. Okay. All right. So if I had just a, a beginner, somebody either never worked out before or hadn't worked out in some years or however it looks like couple things I you know, tell them uh, resistance bands are are golden now you can get a couple I wish I didn't bring mine in I left them all at the at the studio there's different kinds of resistance bands there's the ones you have yeah um yeah. there's some thicker bands um and you have the yeah. bands with handles on them right so with resistance bands you can do just about anything you can do in a gym with a dumbbell or a bar or any of that. Uh, it's just knowing what exercises to do for what okay. muscle groups, you know, different ways to stand or place your body or turn or different tempos to use. So there's different variations you can do with the bands to create some of the same exercises that you would do on a machine 
at the gym okay. or using free weights at the gym. So resistance bands are definitely gold. And that's why there are no resistance bands to be found anywhere in the world come mid-March. There was nobody had resistance bands. Everybody bought them up. Everybody, right, right, right. So, so I can get guns using this? Not necessarily that. There's different weights to get guns to the bands. Okay, I can't get guns. So, so, now, so now the second item goes out because I want guns and I don't want a gut. So, so stability or balance board is out. And that, okay, for me. Well, that's, you can't throw them out necessarily. This depends. You got to figure out. I'm losing, I'm losing items. Well, well, we'll get we'll get to that one because that one's going to be very key at the end of your workout. Okay. All right. All um, right. So resistance okay. band. They have different weights. And okay. it just depends. Most of them kind of go uh, green, yellow, red, blue, black. And I think okay. that's from least to heaviest when it comes to different weights. Okay. Sometimes the green and the yellow flip-flop and green is the lightest. And so it just kind of depends on okay. what sets you get. So can I get guns with a black one? You can get guns. You definitely okay. get, you can get guns with a well. I won't say you can get guns with a yellow one. Okay. What color do I need? What's the least amount of work? <laughs> which which one well, can I do? No, see, see, it won't hurt too much. But that's the first guns. one. To get the guns, get there's the gun. a couple things we got to do. First of all, you got to work that muscle work. to failure. Okay. All right. So yeah. that means okay. I remember you doing can't that. go anymore in that motion at all. Right. Not you can do it and it hurts. You just can't do it. Okay. All right. So that's so that's I'll be working on that good. yellow band till Jesus comes back. If that's the case. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can do it, then it's too light. You got to go up. You got to go up and wait. Okay. All so, right. Resistance bands, um, definitely key. Uh, the other one I use in a medicine ball. So medicine balls you come in different weights. Um, I have a six, eight, twelve pound medicine ball. And it looks just like a looks like a kickball. Mm -hmm. So I toss it, and somebody goes to catch it. They're like, "Oh, wait a minute! This thing's got some weight on." Right, 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 right. Okay. So All again, right. with right with with medicine now ball. I have you a can... question about that medicine ball. So okay. I tore my rotator cuff a couple of years ago in my right lat doing a three hundred a day push up and dip challenge. Okay, so I thought that I could do this in my mind. I could do it, and I was doing it until everything just started to hurt. And so now, like I went to the gym a while ago, somebody threw a medicine ball at me, heads up, and I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that it's not torn right now. It's healed, but uh, it's still very tender, and I haven't really worked the muscles around that tear. So um, would you say somebody who has an injury like that, should they start with medicine ball? Um, should they, they kind of hold off? They should start with getting clearance from their doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. So anybody okay. I work with, you know, I ask about injuries. And I ask, first of all, how long ago the injury was and have they been cleared from their doctor to go back to exercise? Now, right. if they've been cleared, great. Um, because the muscles in that shoulder are all stabilizer muscles, and you know, I guess I won't get into how they're attached and how the ball and sockets in there. So it's really um easy to hurt if you're doing things the wrong way mm -hmm. but if in fact they've been cleared to work um what i would do i wouldn't necessarily use medicine ball because the medicine ball is is kind of um you know, if i go from stabilization to hypertrophy 
to power. Using big words. Using big words. Now that was oh, I'm sorry. If I go back to stabilization and then helping your muscles grow, which is hypertrophy, and then to power, the medicine ball would be kind of up in the power realm. Okay, okay. So I want to work on that stabilization first, get those muscles stabilized and do what they're supposed to do, and then kind of work our way up. So I wouldn't okay. start from scratch with it. Again, I got to know the client. I got to know your history. Right, right, right. Okay. You got to know got what it. you can do. You got to have all those things to know, yep, I can start from here and then kind of work my right. way up. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um, I have a few questions that some people I know have uh, reached out to me and had. Um, somebody asked, how much does diet really play a part in keeping our bodies tight and healthy? You know, it's the 80-20 rule, all right? So 80% of junk food I can eat and then I work out 20% and I'm good? I can get those nuts nope. and lose the gut. No, 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 no. Really, it's all about nutrition. Yeah. You know, and I would say nutrition with moderation. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say on, on film that I'm not the healthiest eater there is. Okay. But... You know, I'll go to Portillo's. I love my Portillo's beefs. Okay, okay. But, you know, I'm not going to go Portillo's two and three and four and six times a month. Okay. You know, so right. you have Moderation to be able to, is key. You have to be able to reward yourself for you know, doing a good We're job. doing those so. five push-ups in a week. That's what I'm talking about. I do one push-up a day. I need a reward. If you haven't done any push-ups and you get to five, yes, get yourself a reward. Just don't get a Snickers bar. Or get a reward. I don't like chocolate, so <laughs> but a, a birthday cake might not be able to last long on my kitchen uh, table. A personal cake, as long as it's a personal one. Okay, I'm gonna work on I'm learning things. I'm learning okay. things. All right, all right. Um so somebody um put in a question of what is the least amount of exercise we can do and still say that we have worked out today? <laughs> well. If you go to recommendation, it's, rec it's recommended that you do about 150 minutes of um, moderate activity a week, mm -hmm. or 75 minutes of vigorous uh, cardiovascular uh, exercise in a week. Now, okay. that's the recommendations. A couple things come into play. How much time do you have? And then again, what are your goals? So. Okay. No gut and guns. Those are my goals. No gut and guns. Yeah. Will depend really on how much time you have to work out. I have, I won't say never. I don't work out myself at 45 minutes to an hour max. If you're in there and I don't want to say anything negative, people do work out two and three hours. But sometimes what I see when they get to those two hour marks, sometimes for that you know, 20 minutes around Facebook, 15 right. minutes, they're talking to their friends. Right. You know, the 20 minutes, you're taking selfies in the mirror. So, yeah, then two hours starts to come up real quick. Yeah. yeah but yeah. change some of the parameters, you know, shorten your rest periods, do some other things within that. You can get a good workout, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. Okay. So another question here is, is a good measure of whether or not you're working out hard enough if you vomit? Like, do you have to vomit to say, I worked out hard? That means you had a Portillo's beef sandwich before you came to the gym. That's what happened. No. If you're working up like that, there's something else going on. 
uh, a good measure, uh, depending on what you're doing. So let's just say cardio work. A good measure of cardio work is uh, called the talk test. You know, so mm -hmm. can you hold a conversation without gasping for air? Mm -hmm. That's a good okay. measure for cardio work. So if you can tell somebody the whole rundown, play by play, of like the last episode of whatever while you're walking, then you you're probably walk really fast. Have to work out. No, you're not walking fast. No, no. Got it. Okay. You got to pick it up a little bit. Okay. And now, and now, if you want to eat a meal while you're walking, <clears throat> there's somebody in the room with me. Okay. Then get, get a bag of grapes okay. or some fruit okay. and get to walking. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. But you know, you see TV shows where it's like Dwayne Wade is working out hard or Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, working out hard and they're like bending over the garbage can or, you know, some scene like that in a movie or something. You think, <laughs> they must really be working hard. That's what I got to do. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see. Another question. So <laughs> how many salads with a side of onion rings can I get away with and still keep it tight? I think that was my question. Well, let's see. Again, moderation. So, moderation. Okay. Let's let's say onion rings are your thing. Okay. I would kind of yeah. I would kind of see what just because they're fried and you get a lot of saturated fat with fried food, so that's gonna sabotage your diet anyway. If you have to have it, great. Set it aside. You know, make it that one reward day that you say I'm gonna have some onion rings today because I've done great on my nutrition. The last okay. 28 days this month. Then go okay. get your blooming onion from Outback or whatever it is. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see. So how old is too old to work out? I would say there really isn't. I mean, if you can get up and move around. I have um, an 83-year-old client. I have a um, 70 three-year-old client, one male, one female. Um, my dad, he's 72. He still works out. Nice. So, I mean, if you can get it, then get it. There's no, I can't, and nope, you're too old. And if you can get around and move, and, and again, you have doctor's clearance to, to work, and you have no afflictions or anything. Right, right, right. As long as you're working out to your... Um, uh, things where don't go on, you know, YouTube and let me do this YouTube video and right. You know, so as long as they're doing what they can do for their body, right? You know, just have at it. So now that's my fear with my daddy because every once in a while he'll be like, "Okay, I'm gonna work out," and then he'll be in the basement and I'm like, "Daddy, you you're making a lot of noise. Is it hurting?" And then I'm like, "Daddy, if you have a heart attack working out, it's not gonna be worth it, Daddy. Please." Right. So I'm over there like, "Please, Daddy, please." <laughs> And he's like, I'm not too old to work out. I'm like, well, maybe not like that, okay? Let's try right. to have a medium. Right. Okay, on the flip side, how young is too young? So I have a 14-year-old that I think should be doing 500 push-ups a day because they ain't doing nothing else during COVID season. So, I mean, but at the same time, and I think he should be bench pressing me. But would that give him, like, hernia? <laughs> well, with kids, it's a little bit different. Like, I won't... Uh... I've trained somebody as young as 12, but okay. problem is um, with kids, they have to do lighter resistance because they're still growing. Right. And, um, you know, the, the tendons and cartilages and everything that they haven't formed to what they're going to get to. So they can really injure themselves 
mm. uh, very easily depending on what they're doing. Okay, so uh, I have to delete that out because maybe he might be injured right now and I don't want anybody <laughs> to call the people on me. Okay. Good to but know. Again, I'm learning a lot. As long as they have light resistance, you know, controlled movements. Okay. Uh, 13, 14, I mean, even 12. Like I said, I've trained a 12-year-old before. Um, so as you get 12 and older, they can do it. They can just have to really kind of watch what they're doing, watch what they're lifting, how they're lifting, and really should be doing it with a lot of supervision. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. I might have to pray tonight over some issues here, but I'm learning. There you go. Let's Education go. is key. It is. That we had this conversation. All right. So what else do I have? Um, I used to run a lot. So I have a foam roller. This is a different one I just got. So for those that don't use foam rollers, do you use rollers a lot? Or I not do really? use rollers. I use them. I use them with clients. Um, they definitely will help uh, kind of restore that muscle back to its original length. Uh, they help with, you know, if you have any muscle pain. Now, the one thing with the roller is you don't want to roll it like you need some bread and just kind of mm -hmm. go at it. You really want to be very slow and deliberate. You know, find that tender spot of that muscle. If there is, hold it on there. You know, let that dissipate down. Right. And then just, you know, kind of. Nice and 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 um, easy, but uh, see people okay. get out and they're just rolling away, just you know, like they're trying to make mm, some money yeah. or something. Okay, but definitely key. And then I used to do push-ups with that. I have not even like I, look. I just found these, <laughs> <laughs> so I used to do push-ups with these. And because I used to love, believe it or not, I used to love push-ups. Like that was like my thing. I love doing push-ups off anything on the incline, everything. I did all types of push-ups mm -hmm. all the time, which was why I thought I could do this 300 day push-up challenge. However, nice. it had been about five years between <laughs> the time I had done a push-up and the time I did this 300 day push-up challenge. Well, well, it's okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to table this for a different time. We'll, we'll, we'll do the push-up challenge another day. Ooh, another day. My, my rotator cuff. <laughs> so what's the difference in um, like the impact of using tools like this versus just doing a straight push-up by yourself? So with the uh, push-up bars and things like that, you get a, a better great, uh, range of motion. Okay. With the push-up, uh, it can help your grip a lot because with those, generally you have it uh, in a neutral position like this, so your hands aren't turned either way, so you have a neutral grip which will benefit somebody who has a lot of wrist, uh, you know, pain or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of what those are. I mean, you can still get that position without the bar, but those definitely help you get a little range of motion. So you'll go further into your push-up. Again, you'll have that neutral position. Eliminate a lot of wrist pain if you have it. Mm -hmm. so they can definitely help. Okay. All right. Um, and then what in general are like three things you think everybody should be doing every day to stay healthy or fit? No matter how old or young you are, no matter what, you know, where you are in terms of your kind of fitness journey, if you will. Well, I would say definitely want to include strength and cardio in your regimen. However you do it, generally, uh, I try and make sure people split up their, oh, well, if they're working with me, they're going to split up their strength and their cardio. Uh, unless they have no time, then we'll do it on the same day. But generally, we do strength on one day, cardio on a different day. Only because you're going to use a lot more of your energy with the cardio than you want with the strength. So in order to make sure we get a good workout, we try to split them. 
Um, but if they can do that, it's going to be great. The other thing is I try and preach is not to exercise every single day. You got to give your body a chance to rest. That sounds so, good to me. So I rested for like the last three years. So I'm well, good. There you go. There you go. So good. You, you, know, good. All right. you, are, you saved up all your energy. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, they're just going to depend on time. If you have the time you know, to do it, you know, I generally keep people on like a, a four-day work, three-day off split. So however that looks like, mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, we work, rest Wednesday, maybe rest Wednesday and Thursday, work out Friday, Saturday, also. So however that goes, but you really have to have that rest so that you don't have an overuse injury from like a 300 push-up a day challenge kind of thing. And so. Where were you then? <laughs> Strength, cardio, and rest. But uh, a lot of for people now who are at home, and we're not sitting as much now because now we have a little bit of leash to go outside right, and do some right. things. Yeah. Um, but if you're sitting a lot, you know, get up every couple of hours and walk around and stretch, and, and just get moving around because you know, you'll have some muscles that become tight. They're just here because we're sitting all the time, and then you go to get up and. All of a sudden, you got low back pain you didn't think you had before. And mm-hmm. so, if you're at home, just get up and move around every couple of hours and do some stretching and make sure good good posture and sitting up straight. You're not sitting with your shoulders hunched over or you're at the computer and you're kind of like this and now you're right. next forward. So, a lot of bad things can happen from that. But overall, cardio, strength training, rest, and recovery those are the three things. Okay. And then one of my, like, since I haven't been able to hit the pavement as much because my feet hurt so much, I've been, like, really trying to use my old trusty jump rope. And for me, like, that is a great source of cardio. Um, So I, like, I love running, but second to that would be swimming. And then after that, even though I'm a horrible swimmer, that's why I'm, like, you know, I burn so many calories because I'm so bad at swimming. (laughs) <laughs> but I stay in that water and try to do what it do. Right. But last, uh, but certainly not least, is my uh, jump rope. So if you had to rank things like bike riding, swimming, running, and jumping rope, um, do you have a preference? Like, do you do one more than the other with your clients? And if so, why? Well, I can't swim more than 10 feet. Then I need to stand up. So if it's not okay. a three-foot swimming pool, <laughs> we're not getting in it. But swimming is excellent. It's to learn. Well, I, I, I did. I, I took my lessons. I, I, well, I can go a little bit. Okay. But if I had to save my own life, it's probably not going to work out all that great. Okay. So, all right. I, just I won't stay be out in the water with you. I, I stay out of water. I can't swim in. Makes there sense. we go. Uh, but great source of cardio. It's, um, first of all, it's, it's not as taxing on your joints as running. Right. So I would definitely put swimming above all of that. Yeah. Swimming, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe then bike riding, but treadmill or running is definitely at the bottom of my list. Why Only is that? Because of just the, you know, the, the, the ground reaction forces on your knees and yeah. your foot, you get plantar fasciitis. There's just a lot of things really wear on you as you run um, that don't happen with bike riding and certainly sure. doesn't happen when you're swimming. So I would kind of put them in that order. Okay. All right. 
Is there anything else you want to share with us? We have like five more minutes and I have a few more questions, but I want to let you talk. Um, so what got you into personal fitness in the first place? Well, you know, I always been into fitness and that, no. I actually moved away. I moved, I moved away to uh, Baton Rouge and I didn't have any friends and family. All I could do was go to work and I said, let me get a gym membership. And this is when Bally's was open. So I'm kind of going way back. And I got in there and there was a trainer that was there and he just kind of started working with me. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And got to work out and, and he didn't charge me for anything. But the gains that I got from there, I think I probably put on about 40 pounds when I was there. And it was it was great. I'm like, that's, that's what I want to do. I just never forced myself to do it. When I came back to Chicago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it now. So I've been training for about eight years. And nice. I get to see people transform and yep. hit all the goals they want to hit. So that, for me, is 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 huge. Just to, see, to take somebody from here and watch them grow to where they want to get to and right wonderful but that's where i got started nice okay i might have to talk to you about some personal training because i need guns <laughs> and no gut just gotcha. that. i need guns and no gut gotcha <laughs> i want people to be nervous when i walk down the street like Dang, I <laughs> if i can get there with no guts then i'm fine Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Let me know. Okay. All right. Um, well, I think oh, I had a couple more questions, actually, if people had sent in earlier. So what are some must-haves when it comes to workout equipment? Like, what are, like, a few things that you think everybody should have in their home to work out with? We talked about bands, talked about medicine ball. Um, they get dumbbells, I would say. Get a range from, like, 10 to 25 pounds. Okay. Dumbbells. If you want to get heavier, great. Uh, but you can do a lot with a 15 pound dumbbell just by changing some of the, the principles, just by changing the time on the tension or just by changing the tempo. And you'd be like, wow, that dumbbell got kind of heavy all of a sudden. Right, so, right, right. Resistance yeah. bands, uh, dumbbell, medicine ball, a stability ball, so big round ball. Um, they have 55, 65, 75 inch balls, just depending on the person's height. Uh, those will definitely help you with your core. Now, with Woo! core, core is not necessarily the muscles you can see on the outside. It's those muscles that are deep inside, help you stand up straight, wrap around the spine. So that ball will definitely help with some of those. So if you can get a res resistance band, dumbbell, stability ball, you can do a lot. You can do a lot with those. I had a coworker that instead of a chair, he sat on a stability ball. And I thought, oh, he must have a really good core or not. <laughs> like, I just was like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe he just likes to bounce all day. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, those are definitely key. So those four things, okay. medicine ball, stability ball, resistance bands, dumbbells. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. So here's another question. It's like kind of out the box. But for me, um, working out is extremely emotional. So um, because I used to, I used to work out very, very hard. And I love working out I, because I, I didn't know my body could stretch like that. I didn't know <laughs> that I could go to the brink of thinking I was going to hurt myself, but I didn't break. Like that made right. me feel powerful. Like I felt like 
whoa, like my body is so strong. Right. And so um, it got very emotional for me. And I would literally be like crying. I'd be running and running. And I'd be, <laughs> I used to run like 15 miles, you know, stuff like that. And I, and I would uh, be crying halfway through. That you're uh, so overwhelmed with the fact that God created the human body to be able to do something you didn't think you could do. Right. And just like even like feeling the breath go through my body and be, you know, warm in the summertime and all of that just. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, it was so emotional that um, after I didn't reach my goals for this figure competition years ago and actually burned through all of my muscle and looked like a skeleton. I looked like I was going to die. I was emaciated. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't understand that there was such thing as too much cardio. Um, and so, yeah, I looked horrible. I got very emotional in opposite way to the point mm -hmm. where now I kind of resent working out or I feel like, oh, like that's just, it, it's, it's not something that's going to help me or it, but my body betrayed me. Right. So I'm not going there anymore. How would you suggest somebody kind of push through the emotional part of working your body? Like it's to me, I, maybe for other people, it's not that emotional, but for me, like every time I do something is emotional when I work out, like, I don't right. care what it is. If it's strength training, you know, cardio, it's just so emotional for me. And that is the piece that's keeping me from losing the gut and getting the gun. Well, first thing you should really think about is set a realistic and attainable goal. So don't go for the moon right away. You know, just set the easy goal, get it. Hey, this is great. So next goal, and then just keep stair stepping up. Now, once you hit that ultimate goal, you know. So now, what's next? You really have to think about what's next. Mm -hmm. If there is no what next, and let's just say you've reached the pinnacle of what you want to get to, now it's just about maintenance. Right. Now I just want to maintain it. And to maintain it isn't as hard as getting there. But again, you don't want to hit that plateau and just you know wash your hands and that's it. Because right. once you do that and then you fall off, now you're kind of on that downward spiral like, uh, well, what happened? Right, 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 right. So again, just, just really want to focus on setting nice stair-stepping goals and, and just and hit them one at a time. Okay. Um, All right. But as far as, like I said, when going the opposite way, it's harder to get back started once you you stopped and right, you right, said, right. yep, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. So just, just maintain. Once you get there, just got to maintain it. Okay. I got to get my mind right. I need to talk to Jesus a little bit more about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so even though I said I might look you up and, you know, try to get on something because of my emotional attachment or issues, it might be a while. So just pray for me. In the meantime. Gotcha. Thank All you. right. Well, thank you for joining us and everybody else. Thank you for tuning in today for this Monday Musings with RC. Thank you so much, Archie. We have some great tools, some tips. Um, you gave us a few items, like some of these things I guess I'll keep and other stuff. You know what? This baby just might not get used. <laughs> but one of the things that I personally learned today was to just set those realistic short-term goals and just do a little bit towards those goals each day. And then eventually I'll get to a bigger goal and lose the gut and get the gun. There you go.
Thanks again for listening. This episode has been brought to you by Fit Life Give, a black-owned, queer, and trans-friendly luxury mobile spa. Fit Life Give specializes in couples and individual massage, from corporate events to spa and pamper parties all across the Chicagoland area. Massage is a form of fitness, and you need to have a fit-filled life in order to give to others. So book Fit Life Give for your next event or personal service. That's fitlifegive.biz.